Good morning, everyone. This is not what you would normally expect from the sermon podcast. Um, We had a little technical difficulty on Sunday, and so I'm going to try and record the audio from the sermon now, um, but it might not be very good quality. So I apologize for that, but wanted to get this out there all the same. This is uh, the sermon that was preached at Reformation on Sunday, November the 3rd. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great. 
great in heaven. For that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you, and if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Amen. Church, this is the good news. It's the gospel of the Lord.
tricks that the devil tries to play on us is in the ways that we are taught to make faith all about following the rules. We were talking about the rules a little bit, you know, with the, during our children's sermon, but this is just an example that I want to give you of how our logical mind can actually lead us astray and far from what God's hope is for our life. We get tricked into believing that our faith is all about following the rules. You just got to go to church on Sunday and you got to pray on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and maybe Friday if you have a moment, and then everything's going to take care of itself. And don't get me wrong, coming to church and reading our Bibles and saying our prayers are very important practices, but a relationship with God is about so much more than This is the way that God works. That the moment 
It seems counterintuitive to celebrate on a day that feels so somber. But that's just the way God works. Even at the grave, we will make our alleluias. And that's because God has said, and Jesus has shown us, that death is not, in fact, the end. This is the big promise of our entire faith, the promise of the gospel itself, and it flies in the face of everything we might assume. Because as we walk through this life, we can't begin to imagine something beyond it. For years and generations, and since the beginning of time, humanity has tried to make sense of that question of what happens after we die. Logically speaking, we assume that when you're dead, you stay dead, and you go to the ground, and that's it. But the promises of the gospel are counterintuitive. The promises of the gospel proclaim that there is life after death, that there is victory over the grave. God shows up at the moments when we are weakest, church. The all-powerful, world-creating God that we worship shows up in the most unassuming of ways. As a baby in a manger, as a rabbi publicly executed on a cross, as a friend beside you at a funeral, as the resurrected Christ, Easter Sunday. And so we know that our God will show up when we're afraid, or when we're alone, or when we're hungry or weeping, or when we are mourning. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all, but these are the counterintuitive ways of God. I want to leave you with this. It's not just that God shows up when we're at our lowest. That is the gospel truth, but believe it or not, God's even better than that. God also uses the difficult moments of our life as an opportunity to transform us. Father Richard Gore says this, God seems to send us on the path toward our own wholeness, not by eliminating the obstacles, but by making that's why Jesus can be so bold as to say that those who mourn are blessed, that those who weep are blessed, that those who are hungry are blessed. It sounds a little counterintuitive if you ask me, but then again, maybe that's just the way God 